Well, hello, everyone. We want to welcome you back to the Empower and Equip podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Watson, also Connect Pastor here at Moberly Baptist Church in Longview, Texas. We want to welcome you to our final episode of the fall 2020. 23 schedule and we're super excited because we have two of our own staff here at Moberly Baptist uh, here in the studio with us and we're going to be talking about uh, neighborhoods and missions, neighborhood uh, initiative and missions. And so we have Jan LaJoy here and Michael Curl. And uh, like we always like to do, uh, Jan, you've been on the podcast before, but we want you to introduce yourself. Tell us what you do. Tell us a little bit about your family, uh, anything special, maybe an embarrassing moment. No, I'm just kidding. But we, we do like a little intro here. So Jan, why don't you kick us off and then we'll go to Michael. Okay, so um, as Brandon said, I've been at Moberly for several years, and my title is Minister of Evangelism and Assimilation. And I love that because I get to do a lot of outreach activities and work with a lot of groups on campus. And I've been married to Rod for 33 years, and I have a son named Taylor, and he's married and lives in Washington, D.C. That's awesome. Thank you, Jan, for coming back. High energy, Jan LaJoy. She's going to bring it. All right, Michael Curl, introduce yourself. I'm Michael. I'm the missions minister here at Moberly. Uh, I've been here for about eight years, but uh, recently stepped into this new role here at the church. Uh, married to Rinda, and uh, we have two kids, Will, who is a fourth grader, and Lainey, who's a second grader. All right. Uh, so Rinda has put up with you for how many years now? Um, she's been living the dream for <laughs> what will be 15 years yeah. in February. All right. 15 <laughs> years of magic. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. Well, um, today, again, we're talking about our neighborhood initiative and missions Uh this year, 2023, we have really focused in on homes. And we've talked about discipleship in the home. We've talked uh, about marriage. We talked about the gift of singleness as a, a, as a church. Uh, I know that we have the home front uh, conference that's getting ready to come up. And so we're super excited about that. Uh, also, uh, you guys were a part of a strategic team that started earlier this year that really started dreaming up and talking through what 2024 uh, really was going to look lo uh, look like as far as our emphasis on neighbors, neighborhoods. Uh, so let's talk about that. What is the Neighborhood Initiative? Tell us a little bit about that and, and how and when does it begin and maybe a little bit uh, about the background. Okay, so this past year we focused on our home front. And as God has transformed each of our families, as we have read our Bible and we've asked our spouse questions, and we're going to have this opportunity for the home front uh, conference, I believe that God is getting us ready to go out and be with our neighbors. And in my personal case, I'm very excited because I moved to a new neighborhood a couple of years ago, and a lot of my neighbors are not from Texas. And it's been challenging, but it's been great. And I'm thankful that God's given me that opportunity to continue 
to get to know my neighbors, to form relationships, and to be able to share Christ with them as time allows. And so Michael and I have been on this team since uh, probably last spring, and we've been talking about how we wanted to plan for the whole year. And so we have ideas for the whole year that we want to put into motion. So we're very excited about it because every one of us have neighbors, not just in our neighborhood specifically, but people that we work out with, people that we know from school, from our jobs, wherever we are, there are people that need the Lord and we need to form relationships. So I'm excited to be a part of this team. Yeah. Right. And so the Neighborhood Initiative really flowed out of Pastor Andrew's vision, um, starting with the home front, um, working on ourselves, daily formation challenge, marriage, um, leading in the home, and then that flows into reaching our neighbors. And, And again, not just the people that live next door to us, but the people that we interact with on a regular basis. And then that's going to flow into um, reaching the nations in 2025. And so this really flowed out of, uh, of that vision. And um, so we're excited to, to, for 2024 to get here. That's cool. So let's talk a little bit more about the kind of the planning phase of this and how it began and what did it look like? Because there was a team and uh, share with us a little bit who all was on the team uh, with you guys as y'all plan through this. Yeah, uh, Corey Perkins was our team leader, yeah. uh, college young adult minister, um, Jan and I, Greg Zachary, uh, Jeffrey Davis, uh, Kylie. and Kylie Broom. Yeah. Um, and so we just sat in the room together, began to brainstorm to put together what would this year look like as we focus on reaching our, our friends, reaching our neighbors, creating opportunities for the church to jump in and, and get involved. Well, that, that's awesome. And, and it's n- not like we haven't been involved as a church in our neighborhood. We, I think it's also building upon some of the things that we have kind of already started. Wouldn't y'all agree yes. to that? Makes it a lot easier because, you know, part of our prayer time for all of us is thinking about the people that we live, work, and play with. And we want to always be that person that can be available to talk to them when there's crisis in their life or there's joys in their life. And we're trying to be very, actually very strategic to kind of not push people, but give them opportunities to be a part of. Sure. Sure. Yeah. uh, Part of the, part of the purpose of this, um, of this team was to put some structure in place uh, to create opportunities just so that if somebody says, man, I want to reach my neighbors, but I don't really know how to do that. Hey, yeah. here's some opportunities. Here's some some things that you can do in January, in February, throughout the year to be intentional to reach your neighbors. Here's what's interesting is that we live in a culture that is being driven to isolation. Right. And uh, we have people that drive up to their home, open their garage door, drive in, close their garage door behind them, and we're like, wow, maybe we'll see them again do that tomorrow. <laughs> uh, and so uh, I think this is great because there's a lot of people that don't even know who their neighbors are, don't know their names. Um, and, uh, you know, we used to live in a society where kids were all out and playing together in the you know streets and riding bikes and doing all this and so I'm I'm so really excited about where 2024 is going to lead us but let's talk a little bit about some of the highlights 
that we're going to see in 2024. And I'm, I'm really excited for everybody to hear this. So we're excited because we are going to um, work with our schools, our neighbors. And one really quick thing to just get you to think about is we're starting a little early. Um, we're going to have some videos in worship for you to be able to see what it looks like to talk to your neighbor and how to involve them in your life. And then we're also adopting Everheart Elementary across the street from us. And we're going to do something very special with them and for them in the Christmas season. Then in January, we're going to be starting with a commitment card. So what we'd love for all of you to do is be thinking about three people in your sphere of influence, maybe a family member also, that you're like, God, I want to form a relationship with, with them this year to honor you, to get to know them and to be more of an influence in a positive way in their life. And so we're starting with a commitment card so that we can all think about that in January. Who are three people? So please be thinking about that. Well, Jan, I want to push pause just for a second, because when we say neighbors, right, we, we're not just sometimes, sometimes people live out in the country and they go, I, I, I really, we're about maybe a mile away from our neighbor or whatever it may be. So we're not just right. talking about somebody that lives next right. door or across exactly. the street or behind us, but we're also talking about when you say sphere of influence, mm -hmm. that could be family, home, uh, in your neighborhood, actual neighborhood, and it could be work right. or Maybe you're a part of some kind of a club or sports team or something like that as well, or your kids and other parents of kids that are in your school. What would y'all add to that? You know, I think uh, Jan said it well, those uh, live, work, and play. And so those would be your neighbors. Um, and it may be the person that you see whenever you check in at the gym or that you uh, see every day whenever you're going to get a cup of coffee. Um, it's, it's not just somebody who lives, you know, in physical proximity to you. Um, it's, it's people that you come in contact yeah. with on a regular basis. Good, good. So, okay, back on. I'm sorry. Okay, I that's just, I right. thought it was important. We need to yeah, clarify. clarify. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to start off with the most important thing for any activity or event that we do, and that's with prayer. And our church is going to have a great opportunity in the month of February, in the month of June, and the month of September to go to a member's house that they live somewhat close to, and we're going to have a time of prayer from six to seven on those Sunday nights that I mentioned. The great thing about that is that you sign up for a prayer hub home, and those uh, homes have, they we've worked with each of those people, and they've been trained to know what to do, and we're very excited. It's just a time of prayer, and everybody's going to bring their ideas and say, let's pray for my neighbor. And if you don't pray out loud, that's okay. You can still come and be a part of it through silent prayer, yeah. but it will be a great opportunity. Most homes are going to have about 25 people, give or take. And so from there, we'll be doing intentional acts of kindness. And I'll let Michael continue to tell you some other things we're doing. Yeah. Well, well one thing I'd say too, start praying now. Yes. Start praying now that's right. about uh, God, will you open hearts and open, open doors? Yeah, yes. absolutely. Michael. Well, for some people, you know, right now, you know exactly who your neighbors are who don't know the Lord. For others, you need to begin right now to pray and go, God, would you show me the people that you're that you're putting in my in my, in my path? You're giving me opportunities to interact with on a regular basis um, that you can begin to develop those relationships with and, and that God would give you the boldness and the courage to share the gospel with them. Um, but we're going to do some intentional acts of kindness, not random acts of kindness. 
kindness, but intentional acts of kindness to serve uh, your friends, serve your family, serve your neighbors. Um, and that's going to lead us into Easter. Um at the end of March this year. It's early, but we want you guys to be extending an invitation to bring people to church uh, at Easter. And then just a few weeks after Easter, we're going to host a community night up on the land. It's just a time with food trucks and inflatables, just a chance to get to hang out, um, fellowship together. And um, we're super excited about that. You you had me at food trucks. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, okay, so there's a lot of cool things that are, are really going on. Uh, when you think about it personally, what's something that you're super excited about next year? If there's one thing that you're like, man, I can't wait to get to this, what is it for you? I think that many times we are not really sure what to do with our neighbors, but the great thing is that sometimes we can say, hey, let's go grab a cup of coffee or whatever. And I want to do some things that are very uh, organic where we can just begin to get to know each other. And as you begin to meet those people on more of a personal basis, other than just being at work with them all day or saying, hey, let's go grab some lunch. I'll pay for your lunch today. I just wanted to, you know, kind of just visit with you because we really don't have time at work. I think that's where the relationships begin. And then we're getting more and more knowledge about those people and we're able to to pray for them. They can pray for us and God will lead us in the direction we need to go after we've had those personal times of influence with them. That's good. Michael? Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about um, being able to reach out to our schools. I think that locally our greatest mission field is in the schools. And so to be able to connect uh, our, our groups, to connect individuals um, into the schools, to be able to serve them well, um, but then to be able to, to share with them ultimately the hope of the gospel, right. um, I'm, I'm really excited about that. Well, one thing that I would say is one thing that I get really energized about is just serving my neighbors. Right. Uh, you have so many opportunities. We, I have several neighbors that live, you know, obviously across the street from me or what, what have you. And I've been able to go in and help fix things or, you know, let them borrow. If they said, hey, do you have this? Can I borrow this? Uh, I know kind of what project they're doing. Hey, I, let me help you with it. That's and good. I'd love to just, you know, roll up my sleeves and help you. And uh, two people will get it done quicker than one. And and here's the deal, serving your neighbors. And, uh, you know, even if it's simple as, hey, we baked some extra cookies and we just thought of you. Right. And we want to take something over to you and just say, I know. We, and, and if you feel awkward because you're like, we never even met our neighbors. <laughs> but it's just like you can just go there and say, I apologize. I've really never had the opportunity to truly formally introduce myself. And I bring a peace offering of chocolate chip cookies or whatever it may be that you get a chance to meet them. So we're super excited. It looks like it's going to be a great year, 2024 of really impacting neighborhoods, schools. Uh, We've got partnerships with schools that you're telling us about and uh, serving teachers that are in the trenches day in and day out. Um, So that's really exciting. I do want uh, us to maybe turn uh, uh, really to a new topic because I want to talk about missions. And Jan, we kind of get to co-interview Michael for a little bit here. So you just jump in anytime you want. Um, But Michael 
uh, you recently moved from high school ministry here to missions. And I want you to kind of tell us a little bit because anybody that's known you for any amount of time have, have known so much that you love doing missions work. You love taking, you've, you, I mean, you, you love, love taking students on mission trips. But tell us a little bit about how that transition worked because not everyone's heard this story. Right. Right. So uh, doing student ministry for about 25 years, I, I love teenagers, yeah. still do. It, yeah. it's, it's an exciting area to serve in. Um, but within student ministry, um, missions was always the, the, the highlight of a summer, a spring break, mm-hmm. or, or whatever. I, I love doing mission trips with teenagers. And um, probably over the last four or five years, we had, it just happened that we had more parents who attended these mission trips with their students. And there was a shift in my, in my mind of getting to see parents serve alongside their mm. kids, yeah. um, getting to see, um, you know, for the, the student to get to see their parents share the gospel, maybe for the first time, or, or for a parent to, to say, man, this is one of the best days ever because um, this morning I got to see my daughter share the gospel in a village. And this afternoon I saw my son share the gospel in front of uh, a few hundred people. And they said, it just doesn't get any better than this. Right. And, and so I, I think God used several of those kind of moments to begin to, to turn my heart to go, what if what if more of our church got to experience that? What right. if what if more parents and children got to, to serve on mission together and they didn't have to wait until they were in high school? And so over you know over a two or three year period God really began to, to, to capture my heart for um, stepping out of student ministry and focusing solely on mission you know I, I believe over the last however many years God has continued to refine my call uh, from from student ministry then into to high school ministry and now the the, the part of, of high school ministry that I loved the most I get to focus in on a hundred percent of the time right and, and so um, it's it's been a wild ride, and so uh, I, but I've loved it. Yeah, that's great. Well, and you touched a little bit on this, uh, you know, just some of the things that you're intentionally focusing on. And I really like what you said in the fact of families getting to serve together. Uh, I know uh, our family was a part uh, years ago. Uh, serving in Belize as uh, on a family mission trip. And that was super impactful. And, and there's nothing like your teen yeah. going to a third world country because then they start seeing the world's a bigger place. Right. And they also get to see people with nothing, but those that have Jesus have so much joy. For sure. And it is life changing and uh, it is exciting to see your kids serve. But it's also real and transparent for a parent to say, I'm nervous about going out this day, but we're just going to trust the Lord through the day. And we're just going to lean on the spirit to guide us through these words. So as you kind of talk through that, you know, intentionally, what some of the things that you're intentionally focusing on and, and let's just go ahead and jump into some things that you're really excited about that's going to happen. Right. So right now uh, I'm, I've been meeting uh, some of our church planners, international partners, local mission partners, just 
trying to, to understand everything that Moberly does. It's, it's more than just taking a few trips. There's a, there's a huge uh, footprint that we have uh, with, doing, with doing missions in all three of those areas. Yeah. And so just trying to, to meet with all those folks, with, working with our, our missions development committee. Yeah. Um, and, and then planning trips. Uh, you know, we haven't had a whole lot of trips uh, coming out of COVID. And so we're beginning to ramp a lot of that stuff stuff up yeah. and given some opportunities to, to go on, to go serve on mission. Yeah. Is there any kind of previews of some places that you're, that you can share or you, you can't let the cat out of the bag? Oh, no, no, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um, college and young adults, uh, we are headed to Zambia in May. Yeah. And so um, that's one that, that is going to be, it's going to be a good one. You're going to get to share the gospel a bunch. And uh, we, we pray that we get to see a lot of people come to know the Lord yeah. on that as well. Uh, we've also got uh, mission trips uh, at uh, spring break. There's going to be an adult mission trip to Mexico. And then uh, in August, late July, August, there's going to be another adult trip. And it's going to be to uh, Africa, maybe Malawi or Zambia. We're still working out some details there. Um, and then uh, one that I'm really excited about, we're going to have a family mission trip uh, to Colorado. And so this is an opportunity yeah. for um, parents to bring their kids. If they are small kids like mine, they're going to be participants in the VBS that we're going to be putting on. If they're older kids, junior high, high school, they can be part of the leaders running crafts and rec, Bible story, all those different things. But we're going to have parents and, and, and children, teenagers being able to work together, serve together. And um, I'm really excited about that. Well, I appreciate you sharing some of those things. That's really exciting. What's what's a what's a trip that you want to see Jan jump on? Uh, Jan, you're welcome to come on any trip you. that you want to go on, especially any ones that we're sharing the gospel on, because uh, she's she's one of the gospel sharers around here. So. Yeah, she loves it. She loves to do it. Okay, so. Well, I have a question. Yeah, Michael, do how do I, if I am like, okay, I want to get my family on this trip or I want to do something, where do I go? What do I, who do I let, you know? Right. To? So uh, a couple of ways. You can go to the website, moberly.org slash missions, and it has uh, trip information, dates, all that kind of stuff. You can also text missions to 57686, and it's going to send you to that link as well, that yeah. you'll be able to get all that information. And then whenever you subscribe, you'll also get updates periodically about uh, things in the missions ministry. Um, in January, we'll have our um, mission partner prayer guide that yeah. you can see all the folks that we partner with, trip opportunities, all that stuff. We'll have it in print and in a digital form. But as soon as it comes out, we'll send that to those who subscribed into the to the text program as well. Awesome. We, well, you said something really important there, and we haven't talked about that. Some of our, our partners. Um, tell us a little bit about that, Michael, some of our partners. And, you know, you don't have to go through all of them, but uh, just ways, too, that our family can pray and help them. Yeah. So uh, we have we have partners on every level, local, national and international. And so um, these are people that we support financially. Mm -hmm. These are people that we pray for on a regular basis, um, whether it is individually or uh, every month. We have a mission spotlight where we'll highlight um, a specific uh, partner, have a special time of prayer over them in our worship service. Um, and then we partner with 
with them to be able to go and serve alongside them. And so it could be an evangelistic trip or it could be a construction trip, just whatever yeah. the needs are with those with those partners. Um, but we commit to coming alongside them to be able to figure out, hey, how can we how can we best serve you? Yeah, well, that's awesome. And uh, I think I think one thing that we want people to know is that a lot of areas that they that the Lord has gifted them, they can use that, whether it's I have a gift of, I mean, I can I can build stuff. I'm, I could be a great part of a construction team or man, I could help hold, uh, hand out hammers and tools. I mean, I'm not really gifted there, but you can still go and help. You can still go and serve. I can work a paintbrush or I can do what, what, whatever it may be. Um, I just have the gift of gab. And I like to talk to people, like Jan says, having coffee with neighbors, having coffee with other people on a mission trip or whatever it may be. You can sit and build relationships. There's something for everyone, and we want everybody to be involved in right. not, not only the neighborhood initiative, but also in mission, locally, you know, local, state, national, you know, world. Uh, and so I'm glad that we're focusing on all that. And, and then also Moberly is a part of the cooperative program and we give and support missionaries around the world. And so we're super excited uh, about that. So I wanted to say thank you guys for coming on and being a part of this discussion. I hope that everybody will um, uh, jump in I mean, enthusiastically begin praying right now how you can be a part of the, you know, reaching out to your neighbors, again, your sphere of influence, and then missions. We have some great opportunities that are coming up. And, and if you can't travel overseas or something that, you know, limits you from doing that, you can do it right here locally, right in within, within our city. So we want to encourage you to be a part of that. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Jan. Congratulations on your new position here. We're, we're really excited about where you're going to take that area. Jan, we're always excited because you're excited. Exactly. And so uh, we're, we're super uh, thrilled. And thank you guys for being a part of our very first season of the Empower and Equip podcast. Hopefully we'll see you again real soon.